Thanks for inviting us into your home this Christmas. We are excited to be a part of your celebration today. And we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas to all of your family. So during Core Christmas, we focused on the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2. And we talked about three practices that kind of help us to push back on the Christmas chaos. We talked about simplicity, talked about silence and solitude. And then last night we talked about the practice of Sabbath. So week one, we talked about this practice of simplicity. And I'm going to read from the Christmas story, Luke 2. It says, At that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. This is an amazing story when you think about the Messiah, Son of God, Jesus, our Savior, born in a barn, wrapped in a cloth, laid in a manger. But this was not by accident. This was actually intentional. God did it on purpose. So simple. Like he brought the he, the Messiah to us with a cloth, a barn. It was so simple. All of this in the backdrop of Rome. We talked about in week one, the lure of Rome with uh, all of its uh, infrastructure and, uh, and wealth and power and all the prestige. And there's always the lure of Rome. And the question we asked was, is Jesus enough? And I love how Mary answers it. It is enough for her. She says, even in the scripture, she says, my soul is satisfied. She praises him because she is not caught up in the lure of Rome. But Rome always tells you that Jesus isn't enough. You know, if you could just get fill in the blank, maybe you've already opened up your gifts, or you're getting ready to open up yeah. your gifts. If I, get, <laughs> if I get this, then then everything's gonna be great. So this next year, I just wanna encourage you to push back the lure of Rome and practice simplicity. Now week two of the series, we talked about another practice. We talked about the practice of silence and solitude. And I'm going to read from Luke 2, the Christmas story again. It says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. What we see here is the, the angel didn't show up in the, in the noise and the chaos of the city. God actually chose to show up in the silence and the solitude of the field. And that's what silence and solitude does. It, it makes space for God to speak. I think this was one of the hardest ones for me is to be silent. But once we've been talking about this, I've been working on it. And wow, it has been so soothing and satisfying to me to think 
that if I push away uh, from the city, from the noise of the city, and I regroup and I'm, I'm standing in solitude before God, it's like my heart is in peace. Yeah, silence and solitude can sound pretty overwhelming. It sounds like something the monks would do. And you're like, how do yeah. I even do this? But practically speaking, it's just taking a few minutes in the morning to be silent before God and to to, to let him speak through his word into your life. Um, we practice the first Friday fast. That's another thing you could do. You could fast a meal and take yes. time to be silent before God. Um, we talked about our monk days. Yeah, that we do. monk days are great. Everyone can take a monk day. You step away with your Bible and nothing else and you just be silent before God. Yeah, because remember, God will not shout over the noise. He, We gotta make space in the practice of silence and solitude. So th those are the first two practices. The third practice we talked about last night in our special Christmas Eve service, we talked about that practice of Sabbath. Yes, and in the Christmas story, it says, and you will recognize him by the fifth sign. You will find a baby, wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Don't miss this, lying in a manger. The very first thing we see that Jesus did was rest. Uh, he, he didn't preach, he didn't teach, nope. he, didn't, he didn't heal, he didn't do miracles. What, what we see here is that he practiced Sabbath because that's what Sabbath means. Sabbath means to rest, which is something that our culture and most no. of us are really not that good at. We live in a world of go, 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 exhaustion, stress, worry, but it's about pushing back from all those feelings and saying, I'm gonna spend time with God. It's gonna be a Sabbath. Yeah, and it's it's not, and by the way, it's not just like just spending time with God, but really think of Christmas Day. Christmas Day is like a built-in Sabbath. What yes. are you doing today? Taking time to have fun and, and to recreation with your family. You're taking time to worship right now is what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and, and you take time to be with Jesus. All of these things is what we talked about. Recreation, rest, and worship. What would it look like? It's just crazy, something our culture wouldn't do. If you took 24 hours and said no email, no text, no phone calls, no work, I'm just gonna rest, have fun with my family and friends, maybe have a meal and delight in the Lord. So what we're doing right now for Christmas Day, yeah. it doesn't have to be just Christmas Day, but it's something you could do once a week. And I love that it's an invitation to pull away. Once a week, you can pull away and do that. Like Brad said, that rest, recreation, and what we've done here as worship. Wow, we have the opportunity that the God of the universe wants to spend time with us. It's rejuvenating. Do you need rejuvenation right now? The Sabbath is exactly what you need. So this next year, maybe it's about practicing simplicity, maybe silence and solitude, maybe Sabbath. Just wanna encourage you to, to make those regular practices of your life. We just want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas. We pray that not only this day is filled with joy, but Laura and I are praying for you. We pray that 2023 is a year full of peace and joy and hope in our Lord.